Kindergarten can be an absolutely glorious time of life, both for the parent and the student. Exploring the things to consider before sending your child to kindergarten is the topic for discussion in this edition of the Inside Scoop. Hey, welcome back to another edition of the Inside Scoop. I'm David Owen. If you're a young parent and you have a student approaching kindergarten, this podcast is for you. Whether you're wondering how to register or whether your child should be registered, we're going to try to answer some key questions over the next 15 or 20 minutes for you. Today, I'm joined by two guests with insights to offer. First is a kindergarten teacher with years of experience to offer from Vaughn Elementary, Ms. Beth Glass. And she is joining us virtually as our first virtual guest on the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Beth. Thank you so much, glad to be here. And joining me in studio is student reporting facilitator, Ms. Terry Stanley. Thank you both for joining the podcast. Thanks, David, for having me. All right, so Terry, let's start with you. Just to clarify, what is your role with the school district as it relates to this this uh, podcast topic? Well, it's a very exciting time in the student reporting department. We started preparing for new student registrations in January. Oh, wow. And uh, we provide support to the local school enrollment clerks mm. when they have questions about student registrations. So they may have questions about a student address, a student's age, um, other information that we report to the Georgia Department of Education. So it's, it's a busy time. Okay. So... Uh, it's uh, accountability for the school district to make sure that we are uh, treating these these new enrollees, uh, I guess you'd call them, these kindergarten students, properly. Is that a, a good assessment? Correct. We have board policies and Georgia DOE policies that we have to follow. So we want to make sure that that is carried through to the local school um, regarding age requirements and enrollment documents that are required. Okay, and that's uh, that's a good thing. That's that's for the parents and yes. the students' protection. So, um, what are the options available to parents with regard to their their uh, kindergarten student? Are, are they uh, required to send them to kindergarten? While kindergarten is not required in Georgia, mm-hmm. um, we do offer a free public kindergarten program. Um, it is a full day program. Every classroom has one teacher and one para-pro. Um, so wow. that is something that is unique to Cobb that not all school districts offer that. Okay, so that's that's not required, but why does Cobb do that? Well, it, we think it provides the best academic success for our students so that when they continue in their school career, they have the uh, individualized instruction that they need when they start school kindergarten. Kindergarten is such an important time of life that Cobb is putting more resources into the classroom? Right. It's really important to assist them when they're at that young age to build their success for future education. Okay. So uh, obviously we're, we're kind of focusing on the front end of this whole process, the, uh, the registration end of it uh, for the sake of the time of year that this podcast is coming out. But uh, in in just a minute, we're going to touch base with uh, Beth and and get a little more insight on the 
um, the the personalities involved, the the children and what they have to deal with, as well as the parents. Let's face it: if you're a new parent and you're turning loose of your baby essentially for the first time for an all day thing, that's that's an important thing. But we'll we'll get to that in just a minute. So. Um, you, you mentioned registration. What is that? Is there a window for registration? Right. So it is a um, two-step process. First is the registration process by the enrolling adult. Mm-hmm. Um, it started in January, but it's ongoing um, until school starts. We do want parents to register as soon as they can so that the local schools are prepared for the students to come. Okay, so that would be like having enough teachers. <laughs> right, right. We want to make sure that we have the teachers um, and the resources that are needed for the students at the local school. Um, and as you said, sometimes it may be new families that are enrolling their student for the very first time in school, they may be a bit apprehensive about the whole process. Just a bit. (laughs) The paperwork can be daunting sometimes. So the local school is there to provide that support for the enrolling adult. Is is it an in-person thing or is it online? We have a wonderful online registration process. It's on the Cobb County website. It's available 24-7, so the parent can do it at their convenience. They can do it on any internet-enabled device, on Mm -hmm. their phone, their computer, um, their laptop. Um, And then it can also be in their own language. So there is a drop down menu if they want to change it to their language that they speak, they can fill out the form in their own language. Um, so it's it's a wonderful program that's all done electronically online. I assume it's going to tell you what all documents you need. Correct. Um, and so there's five main enrollment documents. They have to have their proofs of residency. Okay. They need their Georgia immunization form their Georgia hearing, vision, dental, and nutrition form, social security card, and proof of birth date. Um, If they don't have all of those documents, there are waivers available for some of them. Um, Uh So they would just reach out to their local school to find out what they would need to do. Okay. And uh, the online option is wonderful because then you can see what you need to present, go get what you need to present, and then do the actual registration. Is that what you right. would Many of these kindergarten families, they may not have even looked at the child's birth certificate since the student was born. So this is the time, <laughs> no time. now where they can start collecting all of those documents. Mm-hmm. They may have had an immunization or a hearing, vision, dental form that they presented for preschool registration if they did a private preschool. Um, but that may not be valid for kindergarten, so they would need to get that updated. So if they have an appointment later in June, let's say, they can submit a waiver form now and then get their information updated before school starts. Okay. Well, that uh, that certainly makes life a lot easier. And uh, you're right. They don't have time to look at documents. <laughs> They're dealing They've with the busy. child. Yes. <laughs> okay. So let's turn to Beth now. And uh, Beth, give us an idea of, uh, you, you are a kindergarten teacher at Vaughn Elementary. What, give us an idea of how long you've been a kindergarten teacher. Um, well, I've, this is this year is currently my 22nd year teaching total. Wow. And um, I have spent, I believe, 
almost all of those years, except for the first three in Cobb County. Um, I've taught at Kincaid and I've also taught here at Vaughn. And um, I have taught kindergarten for most of that time. There are a few years um, here and there that I've taught first grade, but uh-huh. mostly kindergarten for all of those 22 years. I would say probably, I'd say 16 out of the 22 I've taught kindergarten. Okay. Well, that that uh, certainly sounds like you have some credibility in this arena. So what are some of the things that parents should consider uh, when they are looking to register their, their child? Is it, uh, is it the sort of thing that, um, well, first of all, is it even optional that, uh, for example, my child isn't mature enough to handle kindergarten or any of those things? Can you give some insights on some of that f- initial uh, stuff that parents question in their own minds? Sure, yes. Um, I know there is an age cutoff, and I'm not exactly sure um, the the time of that, but um, I do know whether, you know, your child makes the age cutoff or not. Um, it is definitely something to consider how old they are, um, when their birthday is. If they have a really early birthday, like they have just recently turned five or they're still four when they start kindergarten, sometimes that could be something to consider. And you really just have to think about your own child and know your individual child because it doesn't, it's not, there's not a a method to this. It's just um, knowing who they are and their personality. Um, I think that, you know, if your child is more mature and they're young, it's one thing, or if they're less mature and young, it's a, it's a different ball game there. Um, I think that you have to kind of think about their ability to sit and attend to tasks. I mean, we do a lot of hands-on in kindergarten. We do a lot of movement, but there are times where they have to be able to sit and attend for short amounts of time and think about if your child is able to do that. Um, I think it's really important to think about if they've been in a preschool environment before. Um, if your child has never gone to preschool and this is going to be their first exposure to school Mm. and they're really young and they're not used to a structured environment that can be really difficult for kids um so what would you suggest for that i mean if if for example you know a couple of parents are going through rough economic times and they can't Mm -hmm. afford a a preschool option um and, and they've got this child heading for kindergarten what would you suggest they do in that scenario um, in that scenario, I know there are um, there's Georgia Pre-K, which is a free pre-K program that they offer in Georgia. Mm-hmm. So that is an option. But I also know that if you're you know you're here in the year and they're they're over the age of pre-K and yet you're ready to send them to kindergarten and you're in that position where they've never been in school, I would say spend a lot of time this summer. Um, having play dates with other kids, um, letting them get used to socializing with other children and being environments where they have to share, where they have to talk to each other, where they have to um, work out some problems. Um, Even at a park, you know, uh, going to a park and playing with other kids and sharing the equipment and playing games with other kids is a really great way to get kids ready for an environment where they're with others kids not just in their family Um, and just giving them some structured time in the summer where maybe it's just a parent and child sit down and say okay right now we're going to work on some schoolwork you know Mm -hmm. calling it schoolwork meaning you know maybe we're going to sit and um, and work on cutting a straight line or work on coloring um, for a few minutes just giving them some structured focused time to practice sitting and attending to tasks is really important before they come to school so what would you say are some of the uh, 
the biggest struggles that these students have, uh, those that, that maybe didn't get that chance uh, to go to pre-K? Um, I think the schedule is part of a big struggle for kids that haven't been to preschool or kids that aren't used to being in a structured environment because it is a very structured schedule when we get to kindergarten and it's even kids that did go to preschool it looks a whole lot different in kindergarten than it does in preschool um i believe the day is a lot longer a lot of preschools um Kids are finished at noon or one o'clock and Uh they go home, they relax, they take a nap maybe, they eat their lunch with their family. Um, Kindergarten's all day and we go from the same time, we go from 7.50 in the morning until, you know, 2.40 in the afternoon and it's a long day for kids. Um, I think um, that, especially the first two weeks, I think that is the hardest adjustment for these little little ones is getting used to that long day Mm -hmm. um, where we're not having a nap time and we're not having a designated rest time. We do activities that are quiet and calm to give them some of that time built in, but it's not a designated, okay, we're going to get on these cots or these mats and we're going to take a nap now or we're going to lay quietly. It's it's a whole different ballgame because we go from the moment they walk in the door till the moment they leave. We are learning and we are, and we are busy. So I think getting used to that kind of schedule, parents should just expect exhaustion at the beginning. <sighs> of kindergarten it's just gonna happen <laughs> well and, and your reference there is specifically for the student it's uh, uh parents hearing the word exhaustion immediately associate with it so right <laughs> all right so give us an idea of the scene that you you see uh for, for these new i shouldn't laugh because you know we were there at one point Absolutely. many 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 years ago but um just an idea of what it's like with these parents and the separation uh, on that first day that they have to go through and their child has to go through. Um, and any pointers you can offer in that regard to help help these folks through the experience. Absolutely. I have truly seen it all in uh 22 years of teaching <laughs> on the first day of school. And honestly, it's such a fun day for teachers because, you know, we're excited. We, I always tell parents, like, you don't think you're going to sleep tonight, you know, the first, before the first day of school. Kids aren't probably going to sleep because they're going to be anxious. <laughs> teachers are laying in their beds wide awake as well. <laughs> None of us sleep. And we show up. And um, a lot of schools allow parents the first few weeks, especially new kindergarten parents, walk their child to class, of course, because they're not, they don't know how to get around the building yeah. yet. And they're just learning that. So most parents um, do walk their kids in the first day. They want that first day of school picture with their teachers so they can post it on their social media. <laughs> of course. And because um, if you don't, it probably didn't happen. So, um, but um, so that's, that's a big thing. I do see a lot of nervous parents. Um, they have a lot of questions the first day of school. Um, you know, what, what if they get hungry? What if they need to use the restroom? All those things. And I promise you, we're going to let them eat and we're going to let them go to the bathroom um, because we don't want hangry kids and we don't want accidents. So you're going to let that happen. Um, but it is. Um, and I do see some parents that are excited. I mean, some are ready to put their children on that big yellow bus and see them off. Um, so they're the ones given the big wave at the end of the driveway, are, right? They are. Okay. I know that at, at Kincaid when I was there and a lot of schools do um, the first day of school, the PTA sometimes will do like a little gathering for the parents after they drop their kids off for that first oh. day. Um, I know at Kincaid one year they called it a Yahoo Boohoo tea. So you were either saying Yahoo or you 
people are crying because your kid was going to kindergarten. But um, so it's, it's a sweet thing for them to do. But I do know that it can be very nerve wracking. I know that parents really have lots of questions. Um, but I will say the teachers I've worked with and I know the teachers in Cobb County do a great job of, you know, sending parents information electronically or in their child's meet and greet folder to let them know exactly what's going to happen during the day so that they can have an idea of that schedule. But um, as far as preparing the kids for kindergarten, Mm -hmm. I would think that um, some of the things that parents can do are just really simple things over the summer. Um, I think a really big thing is, like I said before, phasing out those naps. If your child is a napper and they're used to taking a nap in the middle of the day, try phasing that out through the summer because they're not going to get that time in kindergarten. Mm. Um, Another thing that I think is really important for parents to do is have their kids practice talking to adults that aren't in their family, Um, maybe with friends, maybe out at places where you are, at restaurants, if a waiter is talking to the child. I think it's our first instinct to speak for them when they're little, but let them get used to talking to adults because more than just their teacher at a school, they're going to be talking to other adults as well. They're going to talk to principals and they're going to talk to specials teachers like PE teachers, librarians. They're going to talk to the ladies in the front office. They're going to talk to the custodians. So just getting them used to talking to adults is a huge thing, I think, and not being nervous about that. Um, I think establishing a really good bedtime routine is important because the more sleep the kids get at night, the more rested and ready for their day they're going to be because it is a long day. And when they're rested, they're more able to have that stamina to get through the day. Um, And I just think another huge part is just positive self-talk about school. I think parents, yes, are nervous about their child going to big school for the first time. But if you um, talk about that a lot in front of your kids, Mm -hmm. they sense your anxiety. And I think sometimes it rubs off on them. So just positively talking about school and how excited you are for them to have this experience and how much fun it's going to be for them to be in a big school with other kids and be learning new things. If you say that and if you have that excitement, that's going to naturally just flow over into them and that's going to get them excited about school as well. So that positive self-talk is really, really huge. Yeah, that is huge. I've I've got a large family and uh, older siblings were always the issue Mm -hmm. there. Uh, We (laughs) Having uh, high school that uh, would talk about, oh, I got to go to school. And then the young one's like, hey, I want to go. You know, it's it's a right. different thing. Exactly. Well, you and uh, Terry have been so awesome in this. I wish I'd had a resource like y'all when I was <laughs> going through this phase of life. Uh, thank you so much. for. Is there anything you want to add as a, a last word for uh, advice for uh, parents sending their, their kids to kindergarten for the first time? Um, I just think enjoy it. Get involved at the local school level. Um, Be part of the PTA um, and volunteer in your child's class. I know as a teacher myself, I love having parents involved, whether it's being a mystery reader or just things I can send home for you to help cut out. I mean, the more you get involved and the more... um, a part of the school that you're going to feel, mm-hmm. I think. And I think you're going to feel more a part of your child's education if you're involved. And my biggest thing is just talk to the teacher. Just ask questions. We are so happy to answer questions. We want you to feel comfortable because this is your first, especially if it's your first one coming to kindergarten. It can be so scary. I have an only child at home. And I remember when she was going to kindergarten, I was a nervous wreck. 
and she was two classrooms away from me. And <laughs> I was so nervous and I knew her teacher. She was my colleague and one of my very closest friends and it still made me nervous. And, um, and I knew what to expect and I was still nervous. So I asked questions and I, I wanted to know more about, you know, how things were in the classroom. Teachers are happy to answer questions. We don't want you to just assume and we don't want you to be in the dark about anything. We really want you to be involved in your child's education. It's such a team effort and we couldn't do it without parents and we are grateful that they are trusting us with their little ones and if you can teach them how to put a straw in a juice box before they come (laughs) to kindergarten we will love you forever Those are great words of advice. Uh, We would have to uh, probably give you a full half hour or hour even for all of the little tips that you could offer from your, what do you say, 20 20 years, 22 years of experience, right? Yes, 22. Okay, so Terry, what would you uh, add to to what Beth has advised and given us? Well, I would just encourage the families to enroll your student as soon as possible. Don't delay because then that will allow the schools to place the students in a homeroom with a teacher that's just as fabulous as Mrs. Glass. We have so many great teachers across the district. Um, And then once the student is enrolled at the school, that gets the student on the contact list for the school so that they can reach out if they have any upcoming events. A lot of schools will do um, an open house or a parent orientation for our new families. So you want to go ahead and get included on that list. Um, We're very excited to welcome these new families and we look forward to educating your student. Okay. Well, those are all great words of advice. Uh, I also want to throw something in here that I'm aware of that I'm sure y'all are too. This is a little bit off topic, but uh, parents, you might appreciate knowing that if you are one who is looking to put your child on a school bus, uh, lots of times they will offer a, uh, a first bus ride event. It gives your child a chance to ride that school bus. You get to go with them on that first trip, and then they walk you through the school and introduce the child to various teachers, the principal, and so forth. It, it's a really big event at some of these schools. I know they've, they've had... Uh, marching bands greet the kids as they get off the bus so take advantage of that we'll drop the link in the show notes and and the link to other uh things that are related to this as well thank you guys so much for coming in and and doing this and beth thank you for uh being our very first um on-air remote caller that's uh, quite an honor, you know. Yes, uh, absolutely. We'll see if we can get a plaque for you or something. Okay, perfect. That'll be great. <laughs> right. I'll, I'll hang it with pride. <laughs> I'm sure you will in that kindergarten room. That'd be awesome. Absolutely. Well, folks, thank you all for uh, tuning in. Make sure you share this podcast with a friend who might also need to hear these words of wisdom from both of these wonderful ladies. Like and subscribe and follow this podcast if you found it helpful. And... Uh, Thank you again for listening to this edition of the Inside Scoop, a podcast produced by the Cobb County School District.